Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Brooke. Hi, Bridget. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Splat, the podcast where we, Brooke and Bridget, me, Bridget, you, <laughs> me, Brooke, <laughs> exactly. Talk about Sex in the City 10 years younger and 20 years later than the characters that are in it. <laughs> <laughs> what a spiel. We have it like down pat. I'm really it's pretty proud good. of us. Yeah. We, like we just a lot of it's gotten a lot. A, a, it's gotten a lot and better. <laughs> we talk with our eyes a lot during the recording of these podcasts. We do. I think. It's too bad. We can't transmit that as well. They can't watch us. It's uh, my lucky number seven episode. That's amazing. I didn't realize Bridget came and took Flywheel for the first time. And I picked her bike and I picked 37, which is her lucky. 37 is the ultimate, ultimate. My birthday's on a seven. So seven's always been a number, but 37. What's the three? I love odd numbers. This is so crazy. This is like my eight-year-old intense brain logic. I liked odd numbers and one is too close to zero and nine is too close to 10 and five is basically an even number because you can add it together so evenly it seemed to me so three and seven were like the ultimate odd numbers I love that they just were so satisfying to me <laughs> I have a thing with fives and zeros five mm-hmm. I think is mine but my like all my six eight is my birthday right but I like how they look together because you could right. like connect them yeah they're very satisfyingly round they're very round, but also they've got a sharp point, mm. just like me. Hey. I'm a, my spirit number is a six. I like that. Um, happy Easter, Bridget. Thank you, Brooke. We're recording this on Easter Sunday. We are, uh, which neither of us are really particularly. Because I'm Jewish. And I'm a nothing. <laughs> I'm a, a probably agnostic, I would say. Yeah, I'm, I identify. I'm a believer in the forces of the world in some I, I way. identify as agnostic yeah I just Judaism is weird in that you can like also be cultural well I was raised Unitarian oh my god which is kind of I had a Unitarian friend when I was really little. yeah Unitarianism there's a joke in the Laramie Project which I was in that um the Unitarian uh pastor not pastor what would it be minister says he says uh <laughs> no idea <laughs> he says we're not even sure we're a religion. It's like choose your own adventure religion a little bit. It's like you can kind of buy in on, on whatever level you do and then everyone's accepted. And Yeah. That's it. Religion is a, a thing. Yeah. You guys, we had to upgrade our storage so we could put out four episodes a week. Which is really exciting. Which is exciting. Four episodes a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not happening. Don't get there. Sorry about up. it. I know you're all so eager. So eager. No. Um, for a month 
and so I had to up up uh, we upgraded and yes. now we can see where people are listening we have so, people listening from different places in the world than we are so hi Wild. to the minority of you who are not in New York Illinois yeah. um and thank you to those who are there but um, we love all of you it's just exciting and shocking to us Australia hey what buddies <laughs> we're so excited good day yeah I'm not even gonna try and then UK yep UK. I think some of those are my sweet friends. Also, good day. <laughs> oh, yeah, precisely. Should I just do every accent? I think you absolutely should. Um, I'm going to stop with those two before I uh, lose <laughs> listeners. Because we have... All of you are precious to us. <laughs> Seriously. Every single... Hey, you. You're precious to us. Yeah. You're precious to me. Ugh. We are sitting in Brooke's apartment right now and we actually are so excited because we have a guest again today and it's a different we had two experts on of their own right mm-hmm. and now we have pretty much the opposite of that so uh someone who's never who I, well I guess you'll find out shall we bring in our dear friend Garrett Bear yeah let's do it thank you guys for having me on <laughs> Hey, hey, hey Garrett up? welcome to the podcast thank you so much so we have Thanks with us me on. dear friend Garrett Bear, Bear. Hmm, all I the guess. way from the way West from Coast, Los Angeles. Born and raised. Oh, that's right. I always forget that about you. I know you're a Florida pup. Florida pup. Yeah, I picture I picture LA and Florida are similar things, and that's I think my own ignorance that I'm cool sitting with <laughs> for a while. And you're sure. except you're dry and I'm wet. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> humid. <laughs> yep, that's a key difference. Florida's moist. <laughs> Yeah. Let's kick yeah. this off. <laughs> there are more West Coasters in this room than East Coasters. So I, I feel so far away from you. I know. It's weird. They're sitting right across from each other, though. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case anyone... So, Garrett, Separation tell us a little about yourself. In life? Yeah, like yeah what, sure. Um, what do you do? What, I'm a writer and an actor. I have been primarily writer's assistanting nice. for the last year and a half out of school. Amazing. I just so everyone knows, siblings. we're sitting inside right now at like six thirty, and Garrett's wearing sunglasses, which is <laughs> yeah, a really he's good awesome. look. He seems like a great guy. Oh, well, now does. he's talking in the third person. Um, Garrett, yo. is also the youngest of three. Oh yeah, that's true. I am. I we all have that in common. They just left New York today, actually. Oh, I know. Fun. I saw. I'm sad I didn't get to see them. I know. It's okay. They know I love them. I know. Yeah. <laughs> of course. And they love you back as well. That's it's like nice. a love thing. Okay. Whoever is listening right now, Bridget has the best voice for this. <laughs> what? In the world. I told you. Not that Brooke Stop. doesn't. They no, have no, a nice no. compliment. It's mine is. Uh, we've discussed this. Bridget is like a beautiful woman, and I I'm a cartoon like a dog. I sound like a weird, chilled out I version of myself. You sound wonderful. Yeah. Well, well yeah. I'm, we have two rules on this podcast. What's One up? is we can't apologize for how we're feeling, <laughs> okay. and two is supportive statements only. Supportive Great. statements. Okay. Only. It's a very, very safe. This con- is a conflict-free podcast. A conflict-free. Okay. A conflict-free <laughs> podcast. True. Splat. <laughs> so we all went to school together. We actually. did. Yeah. Ye old Northwestern. Yeah. Go Cats. So, Garrett, something I'm just curious about is, yeah. will you just? Give us like a two-minute spiel about what you think Sex in the City is. Yeah, so I yeah, had a seen in- a couple episodes. Give us an intro. Um, my my high school girlfriend. Uh, I watched a couple episodes with her. I think because she loved the show, although we didn't talk about it a ton. How old were you guys? 
at this point. 18, 17. Oh, okay. So I know, okay, so it centers <laughs> around, this is, I, there are a couple things I know. It centers around um, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, mm-hmm. who is Matthew yes. Broderick's wife, Very good. and she looks yes. like a foot or a horse, depending on who you talk to. Okay, she looks like I think a foot she's, horse. We well, think she's beautiful. I think, I think a key she, factor there that, is he said who, depending who wasn't. you're talking to. And I also never said she wasn't beautiful. Okay, I think fair. Yeah. I have seen the memes of her compared to a horse, but also also think about this: Brooke is a beautiful woman, and she self-identifies as a dog. What type of dog? A female dog? A shih tzu. A shih tzu. <laughs> she self-identifies as a shih tzu. And when you think of shih tzu, you don't think beautiful human being. Right. Brooke, and yet, a beautiful human is. being. Of yeah. course. This and so guy, I think I think calling you. Sarah Jessica Parker a foot or a horse. Horses are beautiful. <laughs> yeah, they're they legal are in their own way. Yeah. She is, she's, quite, she's quite a woman. Um, yeah. Okay, keep, Can keep I going. Can I say just one thing about yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker? Yes. That girl, woman, loves Matthew eggs. Broderick. Eggs. She <laughs> loves eggs. She loves Matthew her, Broderick, but she also loves her eggs. Instagram. She posted this one thing that was like no complaints, and it was literally just a video of an egg frying. Oh. And I thought it was the funniest thing. And then it's obviously it's Easter. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Everyone. Happy Easter. Hot we celebrated man. Easter together last year. Oh my god, I we don't did. Know if you remember this is that. our second Easter in a row. That's so back to back, baby. Hey, gotta yeah. keep that going. Jews of Easter. Easter yeah. 2018. Mm-hmm. Put it on the calendar. Next oh, yeah. year in I'll, Jerusalem. Next year in hey. Jerusalem. <laughs> that is the thing about Passover. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Of course. Um, sorry. Okay. No. So, so what else? Should, should I keep plowing on? Yeah. yeah. Tell us more. Um, it's, okay. So it's it's Sarah Jessica Parker. Do you know her character's name? <clears throat> Samantha. And she is <laughs> a gossip columnist for the New York Times. Yeah. And she loves writing about um, the happenings of the day and fashion. Yeah. She's so good at clothes. And yes. There, her and her four friends. One of them is so much older than everyone else. <laughs> That's something I know about the show. I know one yeah. of them is like sixty-five, and they're all in their twenties. Like now, and they have <laughs> maybe oh, 20. maybe not anymore. I also recently learned that Cynthia Nixon, who is giving a brilliant performance as Birdie, brilliant. one of the little foxes, and right Regina, now. I'm sure. Too. And Regina, I'm sure, but she's gonna. Sh- I I'm sort of convinced it's a tiny, tiny role. I'm convinced she's gonna win the, the Tony. Tony for like a what amounts to like. She makes that extent. character so important. Mm-hmm. It's a it's impeccable. Cynthia Nixon, if you're yeah. listening, impeccable work in The Little Foxes. And I learned that she probably, I think she has an arc on Sex and the City. Or she's featured a lot in it. She's, she's yeah. indeed. She's yeah. one of the, she has multiple arcs. Yes. Yeah. Oh, great. She's so she's a recurring character. Yeah. Um, there this is, is incredible. You're one, making me um, seem like a hard-boiled expert right uh, now. So I'm, hard-boiled I'm egg doing, expert. I'm doing well. <laughs> There also is a character named Mr. Big, yes. and we never learn his real name. We do in the last episode, and well, I told. Just, but spoiler. I never, she told me she'd kill me if I looked it up. I will my never murder you. <laughs> that's <laughs> it'll be my favorite murder as well. Okay. Well, I thought that was a cool concept. So that's something. I guess I've burrowed away in my brain. That's right. I, love that. I think right. Yeah. I'm sort of guessing on the rest. I th- I think the, the rest is probably right as well. One thing you know is that we don't well. know about Mr. Big's name. Yeah, I, I know that. that. Because I learned that it's like the slutty pumpkin in um, sure. How I oh, Met Your right, Mother, right? Right, and I I think those things are adorable because uh-huh. it's it's um it's Samantha show and we see everything through her <laughs> eyes. <laughs> I can't um, wait. Just so everyone knows, we're we're doing this before Garrett has watched the episode, so he's gonna go. He's gonna yeah. watch it. So he's really coming at it with fresh eyes, and we're gonna hear what he thinks on the other end. So, I'm excited to see it. So we'll we'll we can talk more about you as we get in be yeah. prepared to talk about as much as your comfortable experiences that you've had Great. okay are you let's um so we're we, gonna pause can we pause her okay. yep here we go garrett's back garrett's hey back garrett has now watched enough he looks a little shell-shocked 
Well, I'm shell shocked because it was just a. Uh, it was it was a lot different than I think what I thought the show was. <laughs> Did you yeah. were you surprised to find out that the main character's name is uh, Carrie okay. and not Samantha? I wrote that down five minutes in. They actually didn't mention her name for a little bit, so I, mm. I, I, I lived in my fantasy for a while, <laughs> good, and then good. I realized quickly, quickly that I was incorrect. They used you into it, and yeah, that they're yeah. not quite, quite as old. Right. Right. As, yeah. As no one is sixty-five. No. No one is sixty-five. Not. not right now. Yeah. That I would also, make I actually couldn't plot. tell who the old one was. Hey, I didn't know. They all seem to be the same age. Everyone is young in this thing. Beautiful. Yeah. Although my yeah, was absolutely. immediately struck by um, how the the man in it, who I, I learned later was Mr. Big. Yes. So he was the one whose name I know. Yes. He's like fake handsome. He's like handsome I because everyone, a lot because of, they're like, he's hot. I feel like a lot then, of them are though. Like I feel he's like not, that's a lot right? of like not what was hot in that, in the 90s. Because I feel like that about a, like I agree. a like lot me of. me as a baby was hot in the 90s. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is a crazy title sequel. Everything about this is Yeah, Sambatastic was I think the word you used when it started. I did. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Yeah. Wow. The I voiceovers remind me of Gossip Girl as well. It's probably, Gossip Girl was probably very much influenced Derivative by this. Derivative of, yeah. well, they both happened in New Derivative. York. It's like young New York, yeah. Yeah, right? They're yeah. so coupley in the beginning of this. Last time we left them, Carrie was confronting yeah, she's Big. Like, it's, a, well, it's a city full of seven million weirdos, and right now it just felt like me and Big. And they do another one of those weird transitions. Yeah. Why, where they why zoom don't they in name the it? I'm not sure. I don't know either. Oh, I didn't realize I that. read an article that the fucking um, fourth wall breaks, we think they end in the end of the first season, but there's like a secret one in the middle, oh, the beginning of the second season. Because there's one in this episode too, and I was like, they really, we keep saying they're ending, but they haven't. And you know what else are in this? What? The thing you hate the most. Oh, interviews with randos? Interviews I don't hate randos. them. I just think they're yeah. so funny and weird. Um, yeah, we go to the streets in this yeah, episode. Yeah, we do. We um, do. Carrie talks about like the sidewalks of New York, and it's funny because recently I've had just like the most infuriating time walking on the street. I've been confronted with a lot of like people who walk in a subtle diagonal mm. so you can never really get around get them. Get around them. Um, I hate PDA also. I'm like, I would, if I saw fucking Carrie and Big on the street like Stopping make it traffic. out like that, I would be so mad. I would I would hate those people. But yeah, you'd throw a punch. I'd throw a punch. And then we see Cynthia Nixon. What a brilliant performance. Who it really is. is a main character. And Bridget, this thing that yeah. you that you love so much where um, Miranda and Carrie's relationship they're really they're like friendship. pushing this this them as yeah. like they're such friends and they go to each are other they not for all everything friends? well they well they are but we're only seven episodes into the whole series mm. and the only one you've seen a lot of one-on-one is Miranda I mean we've seen a little Samantha and Carrie they seem special to one another they do I think the actresses also knew each other before they were cast interesting and like had worked together like when they were younger so they might have had the chemistry from the get-go so they mm-hmm. have had they have had like a, a sister relationship for like a really long time and I think it's what makes Miranda huh. and Carrie so special but Carrie's talking about how she's become the women that everyone hates she is well it's interesting because she first she talks about how she she wouldn't even compare what she has with Big to a relationship she's had with anyone else because all the other ones have ended she's jonesing for this to be like one that lasts, you know, she's already planning for it not to end. And then she says, we, I've become one of the women we hate. And do you know what I wrote down that was weird about this moment? So Miranda calls her. And then it's like, I have to go. And then it's like, well, it's funny because right. Miranda's been trying to reach her because Carrie has like disappeared into this world with Mr. Big. And Carrie's like, I wondered, or I realized I committed the cardinal sin 
forsaken my girlfriends for my boyfriend. She already is like quick to call him a boyfriend. Again, it, there's something about the show is that it's always very unclear to me like how much time has passed. Like how long mm-hmm. have Carrie and Big been dating since the like makeout vodka throwing scene of episode six? Right. They've been, yeah. But there was a, you know, they cut to like them walking in the sun. So I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, month, months, It does weeks, seem that way, right? Or like a significant portion of time. But they did, there's a scene like, like that in the last episode when it's their second date. Oh. And, you're, and they're already all very loved up on the such street. It's an I don't know either. I like the phrase loved up on the street. <laughs> loved up on the street. That's, that's it. That's the theme of this episode. That's my 90s jock jams. Loved yeah. up on the street. <laughs> like my single. Yeah. It's a good single title. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. Compliments and positive affirmation. Uh, there we should keep Jerry here all we the time. Should. That's what he's here for. That- what More else does he have person. to say? There's Jeez. a lot of cheesy moments in this yeah. episode. Oh, there's some crazy puns coming up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think, I don't know if we've gotten to it or not, but this, it's the looking straight into the camera, yes. like the first person thing, it's a little it's freaky. It's so weird. It's weird. That's what we were talking about, the they, breaking of the fourth wall. They do it a ton in the first few episodes, and then it peters out slowly, but they still do it. Um, oh, this But is, we get to the brunch. We have to talk with it. Okay, so yeah. they're all at the brunch, and, and Carrie's like, I it's have to. It's the first time they've all been together in a... In a Actually, that's. I think they tell us it's been a few weeks because okay. they because like three weeks ago was when things got serious, and then they haven't seen Carrie since. Basically, and Miranda's like, I'm not really concerned, and um, they all like turn to look at the camera. The cameras, cameras, Carrie, and they say, We really weren't that concerned. Just completely hurt and offended. Actually, you missed a lot. And then she like kind of catches them up. She's like, um, So they have like a bonding, get back together, like, catch up brunch. Charlotte's like, You missed a lot, and then we find out what we've missed. Miranda did a merger. Samantha's gotten really into real estate. And Charlotte is practically Dating. engaged. Yeah, she's practically engaged. She's found her love also. Yeah, she loves this guy in the Tivas. Michael. Okay, Michael Conway. The, the dog. So good in the what Tivas. a beautiful That's my favorite part of the episode. Yeah, the, the dog is like proximity. They never talk about the like proximity. That's a great bit dog. though. It's a good bit. That's my favorite bit of the whole episode is the dog that watches them hook up. It's pretty good. <laughs> but there's one problem with um, Michael Conway. Oh, he's as a concept or the character. So the dog. So so they cut to Charlotte making out with Michael Conway, and the dog is just ridiculously close. close. Yeah, it's just watching them hook. It's It's hilarious. But so the thing. So so absurd. He's supposed to be perfect for her. He's from a good New York family, and then as all as with all of them, there's like the one flaw. Charlotte's are always like weird sexual things. And yeah. this conceptually isn't weird. It's the weird, aggressive, physical way he does it. Right. It's it's so it's the, they call it like the blowjob tug of war. And basically, this yeah, perfect guy she's dating thing. tries to like as they're making out, just push her Shove head into her his head lap. down there. That sucks. Dad, have you ever thought but of that as a viable way to? Absolutely not. I've <laughs> never once t- tried to coerce. Yeah, and a woman into that's crazy. He it's, literally you and they, go and watch the thing that he tries to shove her head down there. And that's so times fucked in up. the whole episode too. It do happens. we curse in this thing? Yeah. Oh, we, oh, okay. we do. Like little sailor dogs. It's yeah, it's not great. <laughs> Just don't do that. Ever. Yeah, it's pretty yucky. Yeah. So it's a pretty big flaw. Also, he's not cute. Michael Conway, not cute. Not cute. I do love the way that they talk about giving blowjobs, though. Like, Charlotte's yes. like, I hate giving blowjobs. I was, this is when I wrote down, I was excited to talk to you about this episode. Because they each do this, like, we have different feelings about doing this. They do this every the episode. The best one was Cynthia Nixon saying, I only give head to get head. Yeah. She's amazing. Well, <laughs> well Charlotte apparently doesn't ever. Practiced which is, out of the never, data. <laughs> yeah. 
She pretended it was a popsicle, but she just doesn't As like she, it. Oh, oh, oh. This her is, problem with it is that she doesn't want to give him a blowjob and not that he's physically forcing her head into his lap. So they all talk about how they like, like they're not the favorite, but like with the right guy, it's nice, which is right. like how I feel. Um, and Samantha's like, I think that's pretty middle of the road. You may be on your knees, but you've got him by the balls. I'm like, yes, Samantha. That's kind of how I feel. Um, it's a power thing. Okay, so I have a story about... <laughs> Is this where the story comes in? Yeah. Brooke has a story for this episode. I can't wait. It's not what you think. What does that mean? I don't know, but we're about to hear. Okay. So I have a story about talking about like blowjobs and <laughs> beautiful practicing on bananas. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't practice on a banana. Okay. But I did get coached <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. by my friend. This was the summer after freshman year of college. And I was like, I don't know if I'm good at giving blowjobs. And my... Give her a code name. Call her Cynthia Nixon. Cynthia Nixon. Absolutely. <laughs> was like, I'll help you. And I was like, how? And we got our friend. Oh, yes. And it's dildo. <laughs> oh, my God. We didn't actually put mouths, I don't sure. think, on the, on the dildo. Just for demonstration. But, like, this is what... Maybe we did. I really don't remember it in that much detail. But, like, she gave me all these moves. And um, they work. And, uh... I've no. I've gotten good feedback, so sorry, Dad. Um, <laughs> is this? Do you uh, just apologize to your dad at some point in every episode? I think when I talk about giving oral is usually about when. It, <laughs> when it Seems fair. I don't think my mom knows how to listen to a podcast. She's trying. She's trying. That's that's seems nice, it right? Was nice I don't know. Someone that's, to take, take yeah, you under it seems their wing. like a good team bonding thing. Yeah. What did you think about this uh, this scene, Garrett, where they're all discussing their different feelings about? I think they're, how does that's it make great you that feel they about... have opinions about this stuff. <laughs> how does it make you feel about, um, like... Their characters? Sure. How... Can I ask... Okay, here's a question. Mm-hmm. Did you... I, maybe not now, but it, did you have a feeling, like, in high school or as you were coming into, like, the time when people were hooking up with each other, where you felt like there was uh, an equivalency with oral in particular, where it was like, you... Like, there are rules about it, I feel like. Yeah, I think you mentioning high school far overestimates yeah. how cool I was in high school. <laughs> I mean, same. same. I same. had absolutely fine. nothing going that's, on in high school. That's <laughs> I just thought I'd throw it out there. sexually active in elementary school <laughs> for the first time. I think yeah. I gave that's... my first blowjob at the end of my senior year of high school. It was Mine on was a beginning beach of freshman at prom. year of that's college. So uh, on a beach at prom? That's so Florida, bro. <laughs> true it really is that's yeah wait so what is the question though my, my question was like do you I, I feel like oral sex is one of those things where we feel like there are like rules oh, sure, attached but, yeah. that you learn as you grow that there just aren't rules about sex really at all but i felt like like i don't know did you feel obligated to give if you received um always i guess obligation is like a weird word <laughs> i feel like oftentimes I things were discussed a... and like you know yeah. sort of it was i think it was a little more sensitive I, th- I think I might be a t- bad person to ask in that yeah. context because it w- I wasn't just sort of like, like randomly flying right. into sexual encounters. Like I don't think I'm asking very well serious either. I'm girlfriend. confused if you're asking about like in high school if like finding out that you gave someone oral like put you above or like in terms of like if I were to give a boy an oral in high school that I would then be expected to receive it because I don't. Kind of. I, I think- I, the I don't expectation think, was there was like this weird double standard. I don't. I think. I, I think, think that's what I'm asking. Is yeah. if that was conceived on your conceptualized on your side? No, I also don't think I knew what that like 
oral for a woman was like I knew what a yeah, blowjob was way before I yeah, knew what same. cunnilingus was. Certainly. So Charlotte and Miranda are in like suits. Mm-hmm. Carrie is in this amazing dress. It's like electric it's a, blue. I, this is my like dream dress. It's really cool. Also her boobs. How does she do that? Her body is a mystery. Unbelievable. And then Samantha's just got like a fringe on the tit. Yeah, it's quite a look. Titty fringe. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Booby fringe. <laughs> yeah. It's quite a look. She's got, it's interesting. There's, yeah, it's really, it's just fringe and it's just, just right there. They all look amazing. But so they're, they're out at dinner catching up. They're out at brunch and they just finished talking about blowjobs. They just, who looks like that at brunch? And Samantha's like, oh, look, it's Mr. I look like that at brunch. Of course. The tassels on the titties. Oh, look, (laughs) it's Mr. Big. So this is a crazy moment. The women are kind of know what's about to happen and they try to stop it. But Carrie goes over and you guys. To say hi because Mr. Big is having brunch with another woman he was so um he's delighted to see her he like doesn't react he really is he also is so able he's he's so confident about dating multiple women oh yeah for a man this fake handsome it's really jarring mr big is super swaggoo yeah also, and then have the light. What time of day is it? That, that's what I mean. That is some golden hour night. It yeah. Is. yeah. And he's in a full suit and tie. Yeah, it looks dark outside. I think they're at dinner now. It's a different, different I think than it's brunch. Dinner. Yeah, I think this brunch is. Brunch yeah, maybe yeah. they're wearing the same costume. And then the women, like, all the costumes. They all come behind a fence and, like, stare. The girl, the, the three. The three other women are like, no, well, this shit. So Carrie says, can I talk to you for a second? And she pulls him away from the table where he's sitting with another woman and she's like, you I... told me you told me you had a work thing. And he's like, no, I said a dinner thing. That's the thing about Big is he's that he always twists the words to make because he's totally non-committal. So then he can swing it whichever way he needs to for the lie. I told you, I don't, I don't love him. He has his flaws, um, and he's like, "Are you okay?" And it's the most condescending thing. And she kind of like is like just like she did in episode um, four. With the guy, when she left, she was like, I'll, here are your drinks. She, like, pretends to be a cool girl. Yeah, she does the cool girl mm. move where she's like, that's fine. It's and cool. And, like, slaps him on the chest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's about to slap him right here. Yeah, here we go. What? She gives him a nice, she tells him to enjoy brunch twice. Dinner, whatever. Yeah. Oh, it is dinner. Yeah. He it's says dinner. Di- it's definitely dinner, yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he lo- said, I had like a dinner that. thing. And she says they have, like, four bottles of Pinot Grigio. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that seems like a lot of it, yeah. bottles of Garrett, wine. look at all their outfits. Which one's your favorite? Yeah, look the at all. Bl- the oh. blue one. The yeah. blue one. So, yeah. And she's also wearing matching electric blue eyeshadow. The, now she's yeah. pacing around her apartment, like, doing the carry thing. And smoking inside. Yeah. Can't have smelled great. She, yeah. She also, she's... Oh, she's doing a voiceover right now. Yeah, and it she's, seemed... these happen every episode. She'll like because she's a writer. Yeah, so this is her is column. It's her like right. blogging her column, I think. Oh, and, and then, then I love when they go to the streets. Randos, yeah, this exactly. Stops One of you hates it, right? Bridget. I don't. I've never hated it. It's just it was. Ba- it surprised me so much when it started happening. I wrote. Yeah, it's a little shocking. Oh no! Interviews. Who are these people? Who, oh, this it's guy. Like the beginning of Annie Hall. This is a, an 90s, interesting guy who says. Um, 90s monogamy. Non- 90s monogamy. You don't exchange fluids or phone numbers. What does that mean? I think it means that you can do anything with another person as long as you're not like having penetrative sex or an emotional connection. And this also is crazy. How do you find someone if you don't exchange phone numbers? Because I've 90s. never met anyone out in my entire life. Yeah. I know. I've never gone out and met a new human being. That's partially because we have phones, don't you think? So we don't have And friends. To. I think and we go out also. with people we already know That's and true. stay in our own little bubbles. That's true. We love a bubble. Uh, yeah. What is he's, this man? He's gross. <laughs> he's so funny. 
And then there's the crazy broker woman who Samantha's about to go out. Yoinka, 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 British real estate agent? Yes. He is. Well, no, but the the lady, too. Oh, did you think he's Yoinka? Oh, I don't he's, think he's my yoinka. type. So they talk about monogamy, and, and for Samantha, Carrie's like, Samantha doesn't believe in monogamy with men or with her real estate. Brokers, so yeah. earlier, we, we saw Samantha was getting really into real estate. Also, She's looking to get her own place. Samantha, what does that mean, getting into real estate like in wants terms a new, of renting? Like to invest, move. Yeah, to invest oh. in a new property, okay. I think. You guys. Doesn't Samantha look like she's wearing a sexy Colonel Mustard costume <laughs> from Clue? She's in like a mustard yeah. yellow yeah. like suit with a snake skin. And I'm like, Carrie did it in the empty apartment with the New York star. Yep. The broker's like, promise me one thing. You're you'll, telling you'll me you don't think this man is hot as fuck. He looks very familiar. He, he looks. He like, reminds me of someone too. He looks like a knockoff like uh, Scott Foley. Clark Kent type. That's my type. Knock off like James Marston, right? Oh, he does. You're totally right. And then they're fucking. What a look. Yeah, they love making out. Which, like, I wrote Samantha and I have the same type. And then the best thing happens. I love this episode because not only do I get a hot British guy. Stanford? This sweater. And the tie. You guys, Stanford is back. My favorite Stanford. It's been a while. We haven't seen him. Stanford is one of two gay best friends on Sex and the City. That's If you couldn't tell by his violently Pepto-Bismol pink. Well, so that was my, my initial question was, what what kind of crazy-ass name is Stanford Blatch? Yeah. And it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely love it. Fuck this guy. This guy's named Jared. He looks like, uh, he sort but of looks like Justin Thoreau. I love Carrie's long Oh, she looks ponytail. beautiful. Before we talk about this creepy, patterned, necklaced man. So they, hang on, we should set the scene up for Let's a hot t- second. So, so yeah. Carrie is with my favorite Stanford at a bar. At a bar. Who knows what time of day it is. Crazy it bar. could be... It could Night. be 3 p.m. It could be 11 p.m. Right. Um, and this no guy comes up tired. behind her as they're... No, but ever. Stanford is like, monogamy's out. Like, it had its minute, and now it's out. That's the conversation there. Carrie's like, that's because you're a whore, and Stanford says... I can't even commit to a long-distance carrier. Yeah, you know what you are? You're a whore. I wish that were true. And I went, baby, I'm a Stanford. <laughs> I also... I, I This is also a little crazy, but I... He seemed he seemed to be a homosexual character, which was great, and I'm glad that Stanford? they're yeah. yeah. Um, but then I really all doubt was removed when he uh, was forced to deliver the line "How marvelous!" in an over the top uh, voice. Oh, yeah. earlier I, episodes, it's been established in a less offensive way that he is oh, gay. Oh, my first introduction to this gay character is he's wearing a bright yeah. pink sweater, they, and he I would says, say they tried very heavy handedly throughout the whole thing. That's 1998 for you. It is. Well, that's it. Doesn't I mean I I also am not an authority on gay representation well, in media. I certainly would not. In some ways, it's surprising that it's in here at all and as cavalierly as it is. But in some ways, you're like, ah, the subtlety here. And I think the thesis statement of this scene is fuck the other guy. The other guy is really trash. trash. I thought he was gay when I first saw him because he's in this, like, choker and this, like, shirt my dad would wear. He does have very groomed eyebrows. No, he he has a unibrow. He has such a oh the arch underneath. And I'm them, not. Though. I guess I, I'm not biased so against young. people with Stanford unibrow. Stanford is a glowing. Yeah, he really is. This guy is so creepy. He he just immediately hits on Carrie in the grossest and leechiest way possible. I believe the line is if you were on the list of or if there was a list yes. of the thirtyest sexiest, sexiest women, women in New York. Oh, because this guy's a successful, a successful writer. Uh, and yeah, um, Garrett has just like gone like full horizontal. I love no, just it. He's getting comfy. Yeah, the, I wrote at the top of my second page: thirty sexiest women. I hate him. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible line, and she doesn't react nearly as violently as I would like her to. 
my my question about this scene as well is is this um i i don't i want to ask this question delicately i really want to ask this with some level of sensitivity um i'm trying to expand my own worldview as a, uh-huh. a man who consumes media and is like a fan of storytelling as a concept yeah. is this like the objectification of her shitty men in the show like her stereotypical gay best friend and like douchebag who whatever is that like always what happens to women and i'm just blind to it because i'm a man oh interesting. like is this the reverse like the of fact- what women oh. have to endure every day that's funny I like am i ignorant enough in media in some ways in media yes we're like like in tv a often lot of- any gestures at female characters are very shallow and they're like there to just suffer, just to be there as women, you know. But I think you're right that this does in some ways because there are a lot of guys who just kind of flit in for a minute and they're just there as potential sexual partners or, or scenery. People they hook up. It's with. like the yeah. entourage thing where they're just like totally. surrounded by one I was, note. I was literally going to say entourage. It seems like yeah. this is the reverse of, so and I think I've just saying. been so jaded. It's just part of the atmosphere of it. But that's where, what yeah. also made the show so revolutionary is because right. it's Which the first time that yeah. that men sort of well, become secondary. The fact that he, you're asking the question is maybe a testament to that power. Yeah. Cool. And I think sort no, of was... embarrassing, like my. But I'm not. I'm no, not it's awesome. But media is that. Admitting my own that That's the. This is the content we want. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I also. I yeah. I think I. I um. The mutual like she still looks like a foot and a horse, but she's not unattractive. <laughs> this ponytail isn't helping with that theory. The horse. It, it is a little bit like a mane, but yeah, yeah. You're, she is not. Okay, so the point of the gross boy hitting on her was so that she could say to herself. Normally, someone hitting on me like that would light me up inside, and I just felt nothing because I just wanted to be with Mr. Big. Which and is then great. he calls her right on cue. And the he quote does. is, well, hello, and I miss you, baby. Yeah, he <laughs> says, I miss you, baby. And she like starts like getting Undressing. hot and bothered. It's interesting. But she also pulls the phone away from her ear and talks into the camera for a minute. Of course she does. Well, she's on a TV show. Right. <laughs> Classic. She knows that a camera's there. Right. She's but an actress. And now she's eating pasta. With Miranda. Miranda. Which I think it's so special interesting. friends. For this, like, actual, for the actual emotional stuff. When she wants to spiral out of control, she'll call Miranda and they'll go for walks in Central Park or they'll go eat huge bowls of pasta. And discuss things and break it down. And she's so beautiful. Um, they both are actually. I really love. Cynthia Nixon is a goddamn jewel. Yeah, she is. You guys, and then the best thing happens. Bridget, were you so oh, excited? Oh, I lost my mind. You led me to believe last episode too. He was gone forever. I forgot. Skipper appears. He's back, baby. He's back, baby. Garrett knows. I didn't know where he was before, but I I could tell you that could he tell. re-entered. Well, you can tell because Miranda is so flustered so he's seeing, with a girl he's dating it, seeing yeah. your ex even an ex that you didn't like yeah she sees an ex she's so possessive over it because skipper was like in love with her and she he kind of she, she has this new girl yeah. seems really nice she seems great and then they walk away and miranda goes who was that self-important bitch watching this scene it's fascinating again i was like this is my hybrid yeah like i, was, I carrie, felt very miranda in this very ungracious but carrie. like carrie like <laughs> spinning out being yeah. like I'm overanalyzing everything that this person said. And then Miranda being like, I want to kill that bitch. I was <laughs> like, you. That's-, <laughs> uh, that's funny. The pasta that they're eating looks delicious. It as well. So good. God, I want pasta so very bad. I think a discovery as well as I didn't, I didn't realize that uh, Carrie was famous. She, she's a very oh, well-known, yes. she's a very People well-known know this columnist. column. Right. Yeah. 
And I think that was an interesting People discovery. People know her name, which is surprising. And this guy yeah. looks exactly like Tom Hanks. He does. I wrote that down this time. I couldn't believe I hadn't seen it before. I said he's like a knockoff Tom Hanks. Yeah. He looks like Colin Especially Hanks. when he's hooking up with the girlfriend. Yeah, I didn't, exactly. Doesn't he look like a different actor than the actor in the first two Skipper, episodes? He, he looks maybe like Tom Hanks. Maybe they recast him. No, I don't think he, Maybe it's a young is Colin it? Hanks. But Miranda the, Colin Hanks doesn't look it. like Tom Hanks. Miranda's like, did he lose weight? Has he been working out? She can't. And of course, clearly what it is, is just that he has confidence and he's not interested in her anymore. And as a it new seems, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, G. Yeah, of course. Miranda just like is totally struck She's by this down. moment. We so got now, it. To, this is the most troubling part of it, the episode. I was like, Miranda. Miranda is such a manipulative bitch. She is. And this whole fucking episode, I was like... Damn, I relate to her so much. Like, she knows that Skipper just went home to have sex with his boring-ass girlfriend. I know. And she's like, and I'm And she knows gonna... that answering machines still exist. And wow. she knows that Skipper loves her so much. And she's like, I'm going to call him during sex and start to leave a voicemail. And Skipper answers the phone. I can't imagine. He was obsessed with Right, and also her voice is, I guess, like, we, you know, it's like, oh, you see someone's number pop up on your phone is slightly different than having them hearing the voicemail in real time. Yeah, Skipper's falling back into the trap because Miranda's like, I miss you. She says in this voicemail, I miss you and you look so good. And he is literally inside of this this woman Uh and he picks. That's crazy town. And then he yes. breaks up with her. He's like, you're he really talks great to Miranda. Girl. I don't think it's going to work Hands out. She's like, you're breaking up with me while, while you're, you're still, still inside of me. me. And it's like, he literally does. Yeah, that, I don't like that. That seems no. icky. And I think I that, it, much totally like the glee, icky. he came in a hot tub and thought he got her pregnant. Right. This, this seems t- to me to be a stretch Basic of the imagination. Basic human decency. I thought like this, um... It seems like anyone that she would be interested in. Why would she? If he's if he's mid uh, lovemaking, yeah. and and is still inside her, and is is but but a moment removed from finishing some sort of sexual he's encounter. Obsessed, he's supposed to be that obsessed with Miranda. Oh, he's well, that's a I guess younger. that's crazy town. It is. Yeah, how crazy old is Tom town. Hanks? Tom Hanks Skipper <laughs> is like. 26 27 mm. oh he's in the valley of the 20 something guys yeah I've forgotten. they're in oh. union square and then charlotte's on a date at the blue water grill in union square with this guy who she's who's supposed to be the her perfect new york man who is so not cute he's yeah he's yucky he's got michael. pants he looks like a michael tucked into no offense to weird. many michaels in my life but <laughs> he's got khakis with his shirt tucked in he's just like a yucky not that cute guy khakis so, me who we know fun. is very sexually aggressive she seems boring no? Is I, that bad? At this point, I think she is. She's had interesting arcs like twice, and then she's barely been in some of the other episodes. But according to people who have been on this podcast in the past, her arc is the most interesting because she gets interesting. They're Fantastic. All, all of their arcs are interesting. And I think this episode, she's, her storyline is very important. Except for Carrie. Right. <laughs> Carrie never learns. Right. Carrie and Big are now at a party. Mm-hmm. And Carrie looks... A society party. My favorite outfits on the Sex and the City, and I will, I will go... On the oh, record is saying this, dress. when they look Tin Man chic. Oh, you loved that first metallic Tin Man chic one. And then a woman comes up to Big and straight just up. Just, it's just, sorry. No, please. I'm not good at podcasts. I want you that. are. She kiss him in the face. Yeah. Why she, not kiss him in the face? She <laughs> kiss him in the face. Got so she, high right there. And she's like, you have my passport. And her boobs are her out. Her boobs are out. In a way that I just can't imagine boobs sticking up no, like that. No, I think 
That's Garrett, magic. Thoughts? Black magic. I am on recorded thing forever now. <laughs> Did you just mouth that you love boobs so much? I won't deny that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yes. I love boobs. I yeah. love boobs too. They're so yeah. fun. You know what I don't love boobs when I'm running? Yeah. And then I say, Same. I hate my giant T's when I'm running as well. <laughs> That's scary. So, yeah, I can understand how now. people would find her attractive after seeing her. He is but an you idiot. Don't. No, I so you're, you're attracted to her because okay. she's the sexiest woman alive. Not that's, alive. That's I think untrue. it's the way that she moves and interacts with men that people find so attractive more yeah. than what she straight up looks like. I actually, Although her body is insane. The least attractive thing about her in this show are the voiceovers. I think yeah. intelligence, I think, is the most attractive quality in a well, they're human so being. kitschy. Yeah, it sucks. It's like, ah, uh, yeah, I'm not going to quote it. You guys can watch the, <laughs> that. Was about, that was about to be what we call a train wreck. <laughs> Please do quote <laughs> Me, it. I making hear up it. a fit. Can you just try it? Do, do it. Do it. Just try it. And I wondered. And I wondered. Are women used to being objectified in this manner? <laughs> Moving scenery with props? Why would anyone sign on to be an extra? Uh, oh. I can't do it. Okay, that's okay. So Big Brings. It was a good try. No, it wasn't. It was terrible. It was it, a good try. Big Brings Carrie to a party. Uh his friend Max's party and then he, she gets stopped by the mouth kiss by boobies and then Max who's like in an all blue outfit like a fucking Elvis with like a gross mustache and a cigar and, and a cigar and thanks Garrett and Ooh. and um, Big is like this is the girl I'm dating which I was like surprised <laughs> and Max is like Julia and Carrie's uh. like fuck your yeah. dumbass face. I think, uh, yeah, he seems to suck a small amount. I don't love Big. I don't get why she's doing it. He's supposed to be in his 40s, but he's like a fuck boy. He like is non-committal. <laughs> he is the 40-year-old version of. He like is this successful businessman who can't commit to like Can a I ask a question? Yeah. yeah. What's a fuck boy? It, you know what a fuck boy is. It's I, just. I like know what know. it is, but isn't it someone that like you just want to fuck? Like, no, no, they're they're no, no. See, no. I don't know what a fuck boy who's old. So I thought it was someone who was only good for fuck Bridget. Boys. List list guys that you consider fuck boys that we know. Conceptually, the the idea of a fuck boy is like someone who is he's just messing around with you. He has no intentions of really being serious and is just trying to get so what he's he can a fuck, out of girls. Fuck boy is his own thing. Like yeah, he's it's about just, him. It's not for he. Yeah, like, so I think I think the distinction. Um, Let me see what Urban Dictionary has to yeah, say I actually, about this. Yeah, because I I think I think there's a distinction. I actually don't particular I don't pretend to know, but I think there's a distinction between casually hooking up with someone, which I think if everyone's cool with it, that that seems to be fine. Certainly. Okay, read. Can you read the Urban Dictionary? The, it, it's a long one, but <laughs> I would speak? say it's it's a it's a millennial douchebag equivalent. And okay. the idea is just that it's all sexual motivation, and that they are trying to get something out of women, and often make promises or like allude to things they're not actually planning on following through and that's what big is he's non-committal he wants the good things of carrie but is like not willing to commit to her i really uh, like also, how carrie sorry no please no you go i just really like how carrie sort of asked point blank like what do you what do you want what do i what do you want from me and he's like i'm not doing this here he loves to repeat her in a condescending way and i don't like that about well, him. i think the notion of a fuck boy too is also someone who's trying to save face Mm-hmm. So instead of being honest and being like, this is what yeah, I'm interested I'm in, it's like, no, right. but I, I, I'm a good human being. Totally. And right. I think, I don't think there's anything wrong with honesty, even if it's ugly. I think, I think that's probably the only thing that matters in a relationship is like transparent. I mean, love and like, you know, right. caring. But I would imagine if in a sexual 
encounter or if you're hooking up with someone like if i've had women be very honest with me like i'm not interested in dating you i don't want anything totally. further and as long as you know that up front you know, is fine can, totally. yeah but yeah. if someone is constantly trying to save face or constantly trying to play the character of or the good like, guy no, it's fine if we're just hooking up but then they're constantly upset with you that you're not emotionally engaging or, right right yeah. yeah that but i don't know if that's fuck boyery or or no, I think that's a that's another thing. I think that's just a, the difficulty of communication sometimes, and right. especially in a time when like everyone is talking a lot, but not maybe not really be talking in some ways. You people know, people talking without listening, people hearing, hearing without, without speaking. Speaking. <laughs> people writing songs that voices just never share. Never share. share. It's like my uh, yeah, I'm beautiful. Garrett, you're and gonna that take was over not bad. Me. That was not bad. Right, Gold leader, niner, niner. <laughs> <laughs> um, she leaves, and then she goes to the party where Stanford is. She goes to a party where everyone is. What does she? What is it? Under yeah. thirty. Under gorgeous, 30, but... cool, and under thirty. Yeah. And influential. She goes to you know you know who would be at the party that she's going to? Serena. <laughs> God, oh. you ruined my joke. God. <laughs> okay. Were you, you going to say Sir Ian McKellen? I was going to say Serena Vanderwoodson oh. and the Gossip Girl gang. <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen is a great thing to think that was coming out of that. Sir Ian McKellen is a... Mu- yeah, and I... This guy... Jared. I think this guy Jared makes us all want to Yeah, die. gross. Jared? Jeremy? Jared. Jared. Okay, this scene is upsetting. So, yes, Miranda... Because both of them have done a bad thing. Miranda fucks Skipper, and he's like goo-goo... They're like in a 69 position, On just his bed, staring... Just talking no, I think to it's, each other. it's her bed. Oh, is it? Yeah. That it seems sense. to be a, a white bed in a black box theater. It's really an aerial shot. Performance piece. Uh, this is in the uh, this was the rehearsal room for the Little Foxes. Yeah. Right. Oh, She's that was a great sure. play. You love the Little Foxes. I do. So Ooh. Tom Hanks is is looking a little chubby in this. He is. And he, yeah, you go. No, all I was going to say is the minute that I realized they'd hooked up again and he opens his mouth to start talking, I was like, oh my God, she's going to dump him again. He's going to tell her everything and she's going to be like, you're crazy and it's going to be over. I wrote, oh honey. Well, so my, again, uh, a girl I dated a while ago who's never going to listen to this, so it's yeah. fine, um, <laughs> was after we broke up. Um, this was uh, the first time I had ever um, engaged in... Uh, breakup sex I guess and I was under the assumption maybe we would continue a relationship like we broke up and then sort of spent a couple months apart and then had like this fantastic uh, we like got dinner again but like there certainly were still feelings and a spark still there and then we ended up um, hooking up and after after we slept together she like gave me essentially a pat on the arm (laughs) and was like god this breakup sex was awesome I'll see you around kid (laughs) I was like oh Oh, oh, shit. Oh, that's what this was. Oh, no. Shit. Oh, you got skippered. You got skippered. I got... So, I I think as soon as he was into it, I was like, buddy, no. Yeah. But you also wouldn't have been at that time dating someone else and then break up with her while having sex with her. Right. <laughs> I don't have breakups. Don't take this the wrong way. But I think Garrett is a very objectively handsome, maybe has some skipper tendencies. Whoa! I would never. I certainly have felt deep feelings of love in my life. I've, I've certainly, yeah, I've, I certainly have been in serious relationships. Never would I pull out mid hump. (laughs) 
to pick up no, a no, phone no, no, no. call not that, of not an ex-lover. That, not that, but like... That's crazy town. I, he could be a serial killer for all I know. <laughs> I don't like that. Why? I'm Can curious I what... Yeah, I'm curious what you're thinking of that makes you think of Garrett. I think when you love, you love unabashedly, but you also overthink everything. And also you come to me and talk about problems with girls like Skipper does to Carrie. So more oh, the relationship, makes, the relationship. That to, makes to Carrie re-me. That's very different. Yeah. But also you like overthink things. Certainly. And you apologize a lot, which I associate with Skipper. Yeah. Oh, That's sure. fine. But not, also not it, so- like, it seems like everyone in the show overthinks things. Isn't that a trope of like friends? Isn't that people? Isn't any relationship? Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I did not mean to, to offend you in no, that way. No, don't. No, you didn't. You certainly did not Surprised offend me. me. Skipper looks like Tom Hanks. Yeah, so different. then we cut to Charlotte hooking up with. He's so gross and aggressive. He keeps trying to He's do the not head cute. thing. He keeps forcing her head down into his lap. Yeah, for for any of our uh, listeners out there, regardless of gender, male, female, yeah, yeah. non-gender binary conforming in any sort of capacity. Exactly. I would I would uh, I would say consent is sexy and we all need to work harder to make it and so. And that includes not forcing someone's head into your lap. That seems like a non-consensual encounter. I, this was like aggressive and not cute. I wrote down why don't they talk about the proximity of the dog? The dog really just bed. sits right there. So he's so gross. The thing, too, that bo- bothers me is that they don't address how aggressive it is. Is that they what they <laughs> what they talk about here is that Charlotte doesn't want to do it because she doesn't want to give him a blowjob. And I'm, I wrote down that I was proud of her because she keeps saying no. And she's like, I just don't want to do it. And I'm not going to do it. They have this terrible conversation. But no one ever says, like, yeah, oh. you shouldn't want that because you should it's not okay that he's shoving you into his lap. That wasn't as much of a conversation yet. I'm mm-hmm. sure not, like, but it's Like, I feel crazy. like now, if this if this scene came out now, like, there would be... And it wasn't addressed in any way, what he's doing? No. Yeah. Well, also, this scene is, a, this scene is presented in, like, a, a cute, fun way instead of... Instead of a serious, yes. I don't know if this scene exists in like a lighthearted comedic way in 2017. It doesn't. No, because he's like, doesn't. you'll get used to it. Come on. And she's like, he I says, don't. Will you at least lick my balls? At the end, and that's that's the that's the punchline. But before I that, I think that's still the punchline. I'm sorry. He's like, like, what a fucking idiot. Yeah. He's like, you'll get used to it. And he's like, I plan on getting a lot of blowjobs in my future. And she's like, and he's like, I also, <laughs> and I hope you'll be around for them. Yeah, like, and she's like, what? And he's like, I'll go to another. I'll find person. another source. That's not great, Garrett. Buddy. Do you have? I have. I have a question. Would this be a deal breaker if you if you were like four months into a relationship yeah, with someone and, she, and found she out she would never give you a blowjob? Yeah, and you so were if, like, uh, yeah. Well, I think I think pursuing a serious relationship with someone is more contingent. And I'm not just saying this as sort of a no, bullshit totally, totally. answer. Pursue, pursuing a serious relationship with someone is more important than whether or not you get a blowjob yeah, once like every six months, you know? What if it was like... Good job, Garrett. What if no, you were, I don't want fucking credit. I what also, if you were in Italy for six months and you met someone who was never going <laughs> to give you a blowjob? Would you keep fucking up with her? Yeah. Bridget, do you have big plans? <laughs> yeah, wow. No, I'm just so curious. Because I feel like... I don't know. I feel like there isn't quite a sexual equivalent for women of getting a blowjob. Like right, good because, oral can be. You know, it's really I don't know. fucked I just up. Don't think we'd get it. So I'm working on. I or I'm, I'm helping. I'm helping a, a self-taught sexologist set up a YouTube what? channel. She's really? 70 years old. Yeah. Um. Her name is Emmy. She's yeah, and That's she's dope. adorable. Um. And also great at uh, apparently like her speaking about cool. sex and her people. Uh-huh. And she has done research or read about the extent to which women refuse or, or just don't or are unaccustomed to standing up for their sexual yeah, needs. Totally. Um, and oftentimes 
like there's a very uh, a very good female friend of mine hooked uh-huh. up with a guy okay. and he uh-huh. the first time the two of them hooked up um he just like they had slept together and he did his thing he finished and then he was just like this was great wasn't it <gasps> and was just like we're done you know wow. and that in and of itself is shocking that it was outside of his uh conscious right. consciousness he wasn't even. that a woman it shouldn't it should be a team thing where ev- yeah. it should be a win-win situation right, right? where where everyone tries totally. to achieve that's right well it's to get back to what's his face though whatever the fucker cons- Conway yeah Conway Kellyanne Con- Conway Kellyanne yeah. Conway yeah um I think the notion of uh, reciprocation as it relates to, mm-hmm. or like whether or not a blowjob is a deal breaker, I think obviously, as with anything, depends on the person. But men are so much more uh, accustomed to or trained to right. stick up for their sexual needs. Like, I want head. It's like a totally it, appropriate thing. Else, yeah. Right? And yeah. like the fact that women are are afraid or, or don't Do feel comfortable. Do you know what's a crazy thing? Demanding. I think that a lot of women don't actually even like receiving oral sex because it takes such an... Well, it's because weird. Because we're taught that it's like kind of gross and, and it's like, your and it's your it's it's your pro, it's like private it's, yeah it's like it's but the it's most more intimate that, of spaces yeah of course and that, but there's this thing about like vaginas or it's not as accepted as like dicks are dicks are just kind of a part of culture and then it's like <laughs> I, I i don't know if i'm making sense but no, there's this thing that like Certainly. if you, it's like a big thing to ask someone to like put their mouth on your vagina versus it's just kind of expected that like so jobs is part of yeah, sex you suck dick. Yeah. Um, but speaking of lamps um, Always. So Samantha is now returning. He's speaking of blowjobs. <laughs> Garrett's, Garrett just filleted his chapstick. Um, but back to lamps. So the size is appropriate. Speaking <laughs> of lamps. Samantha is entering an apartment with the her new broker. The British guy. And it's she loves it. It's she beautiful. Looks she looks unreal. Amazing. <laughs> she has the tiny, tiniest red dress on. And very quickly, she loves the apartment, and then they're making out. There's a broom in the corner. There is. So Samantha, like, has... She's like, wow, this apartment's beautiful. And then she starts making out with a real estate agent and to celebrate. And he takes her top off. She, like, immediately unbuttons. He just... Yeah, he just pulls her dress down to her waist. She's not wearing a bra. And then the door opens. It's the other real estate agent. Bringing someone else. And he cups her boobs, and I think it's so (laughs) funny. Um, And nothing... No one acknowledged. She's like, Oh, my God. I can't believe that you are working with another broker. I can't believe you weren't going to show me this apartment. And then she storms out. And then they go back to making out. And then they roll their eyes and go. They continue. And then Carrie is with... um, Jared. Uh, stupid Jared at the party. Gross Jared. Who says he thinks he's in love with her because she's like, she pushes back. All so he, he wants is yeah. someone to be like. Whoever wrote this as well sort of had Men. some perception of, yeah, so who. So A gay man, th- In though. season one, it was okay. the writing room was, I think, mostly men. So then Carrie calls. In apparent later seasons, it changes. Carrie That's, calls big. Right. Like, guess where? And she's like, where the fuck did you go? And she's like, it's like, this cool guy wants me to go home with him. On like, a landline. <laughs> she's like, meet me at this park. Or she's like, Jared's here. And Jared just put his hand on my waist. And then she's like, meet me at this park. And your I name's also, not on the list. Someone, yeah. yeah, she says you can't come into the club because your name's not on the list. A girl that I was front. casually hooking up with one time. Uh-huh was out with another guy and she kept on texting me a pl- texting me we were texting and then she was texting me a play-by-play of like her night and my I reaction was like though i'm i certainly was into her but my reaction was just like 
if you're telling me this then like you do you but like i like what i i don't know what you want from me in this situation and my response immediately was like i've i've had i've had this like mind fuck game relationship with someone that's true i don't think i I don't think i would do it (laughs) i would be smarter i was i'm smarter oh well the thing is if someone did this to me i'd be immediately disinterested so i would never try this on someone because it's the kind of thing that to me is like hell no that's like, I, if you're going to call or you're going to be telling me what you're doing when you're not out with me like that, either we're either we're either we're emotionally invested in that way or we're not. And I don't want to play. I have and no it seems emotionally manipulative. It does. It's they're both so emotionally manipulative. And they're He's, only a month into this. Yeah. I'm like, how can you become healthy if you start? I, I think games turn me off because I know yeah. that if I ever um engaged i would lose horribly so i think i you know like games are the worst Well, if you're out with any intention of a potentially more serious engagement if you're like open to the idea of something developing in a more serious way people who i want to be engaged with seriously are not game players i'm a game player i've dated a gamer and i've dated a not gamer Mm. one of them is significantly more fun but one of them is also significantly more tumultuous that's true it's an and that's what well it's like we've talked about before with this show in particular teaching women to go for the like crazy option instead of like a more settled that that's what love is because that's what big is so people are like i don't want to settle and maybe that explains me a little bit wow you know because i grew up watching this i'm like i don't want to settle for the like safe boring loves me i'm like let me she's pointing at me while she's saying (laughs) garrett garrett is safe and And he's boring no garrett and i have had many a conversation garrett i think you're super objectively attractive you're just like not for me and I like think you're amazing, and I think you're gonna make some girl very happy someday. It's not funny when you don't do the bit back. <laughs> now I just <laughs> Garrett just leaned in to listen to Brooke talk about him. Fuck. Brooke, I think you're objectively a beautiful woman. I think any guy would be lucky to have you. And I love our relationship as just friends. Yeah, yeah. I don't want anything more from that. Yeah. And platonic, joyful friendships that you get great emotional fulfillment out of are the best things in life i think that would be accurate for all three of us in this room i hope so yeah what do you mean you hope so i was like bridget we're friends and you were like (laughs) maybe prove it garrett whoa i would no i don't mean that darkly i'm so honored you feel that way he's a good he's a good person for a good hike we've had some good hikes we almost died garrett and i almost died on a hike we did Guys, that's, but we did it together. A lot. He's good for a phone call. Just to end the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he meets big, her in a park, but also she stands out in this park waiting for him for like a... To, because he's on the other side of the park and I it's know, supposed to be when, cute. My question is... Who stands how, in a park alone at 3 a.m.? How when long does it take them to get places in this? The, the concept of time in the show... Call a fucking Uber. To me. <laughs> right. It's like 24. Uber. It's like Jack yeah. Bauer trying Taxi to Uber. get on the 405 in rush hour, and he's like <laughs> there in 15 minutes. She does give this like <laughs> nice, nice speech. I've done the merry-go-round. I've been through the revolving door. I feel like I met somebody I can stand still with for a minute, and don't you want to stand still with me? She Grey's wants Anatomy. to stand still with him, and then he kind of, he puts his arm around her and He's stands. not, he's so noncommittal, his answer is nonverbal. He doesn't non-verbal. even say it to her, he just stands there with her for a second. Can I say three things? Yes. yes. The first thing is, it's three in the morning and no one looks tired, right? <laughs> yep, yep. The second thing is, she's waiting in a park for 45 minutes without a cell phone, what the fuck is she doing? I know. <laughs> staring, staring at the trees? She's thinking. And the third thing is, what a crazy, instead of... I, the phrase or what I, do you want to go on a journey with me yeah do you want to embark on something asking someone to stand still with you i understand the intention behind it but what an utterly hideous <laughs> thing to literally ask someone yeah 
What a terrible question. Or I don't know. I didn't like I, the question. It's not very poetic if you actually think about it. You know it. how Hakuna oh, Matata is a wonderful phrase? You might beg that um, this is a horrible phrase. <laughs> I like how you said a horrible phrase. It's true. <laughs> Who's yeah. everyone's favorite character on the in the play? Okay, here's, well, here are some questions I have play. for you. Oh, so now, okay. welcome to Brooke's Corner. Question Corner. Garrett. Yes. First, which of the four ladies are you most attracted to? Oh, interesting. Physically or like uh, personality-wise? Who would you like to fuck and who would you like to date? I was that. Kill, was... fuck, marry. Well, stuff because I think the boring one is really, really pretty. I don't, I don't know if they hair. said her name. Yeah, they all have brown. The dog hair. one. The, the one. dog one. Yeah, the yeah. one who's dog. The the blowy yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> she is. But in this episode, she really doesn't so get kill, much. Very pretty. Kill, fuck, marry, platonic best friend. Okay, perfect. Um, <laughs> That's great. Cynthia Nixon was amazing in The Little Foxes. <laughs> um, okay, so... Kill... Um, kill the kill the one who loves real estate. Okay. Samantha, wow. Wow, interesting. Um, just because she didn't... I didn't learn anything about... Sure. She didn't speak once in the whole episode. She just goes into an apartment and gets groped <laughs> twice. That's Samantha. That's fair. Oh, okay. I learned nothing yeah. about her. She doesn't get much depth in this at all. Yeah, she no, is she a doesn't. great character. She is. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. Um... Uh, you marry Cynthia Nixon because she's Cynthia Nixon. Right, sure. And then the other two, I think you sort of work something out, you know? Sure. Would you be, yeah, that makes sense. I also want to know, though, who he had identify with. Yeah, which woman are you? identify with? Yeah, you can pick a mix. Maybe the one who gets <laughs> gets groped in an apartment. <laughs> no, no, no. So you want to kill yourself. She doesn't get no. groped, she chooses to be groped. So you think you're really fuckable. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's what you're saying. I, well, I guess I have to identify with the chubby Tom Hanks in this one. Skipper, I told you. Oh. No, no, of the four women. That's because I was told. Oh, of the four women. Yeah, no, Which, I want you to identify. Like, that's what we asked. So for I other love, guests. I love hearing myself talk. So that is one of them. You're gonna like this podcast. I'm boring. Um, one, can you guys yeah. give me your opinions? I think you're a Carrie Miranda, just like me. Carrie Miranda's the boring one in the main one. Carrie no. is like Miranda's neurotic, analytical and writing, oh, and then that's great. And then high, more high-powered, sarcastic, funny. Biting. Is the word we're not using lesbian or <laughs> no? Cynthia? They want her to be. I mean, well, Cynthia Nixon is a lesbian, but she's yeah. not in this. What uh, resonated with you most in this episode? What what thing that happened did you resonate with most? Mm. I want to think about this one for a second. Garrett. Mm. The uh, I loved friends getting meals together. That was yeah. mine. The they pasta, do this a lot the stress sweet. eating of pasta. It's funny. The thing I was thinking happened in that scene, but it wasn't exactly that. My this is this is maybe skewed a little bit, but the way that Miranda reacts when she sees Skipper, when she's like, "Has he been working out? Is he whatever?" Where like, if I've had any connection to someone in the past, whether or not I'll say it out loud, if I see them with someone else, I'm like instant jealousy, rage of like. It could yeah, me, me, oh, me. Oh, it's just funny. Me. You, you were like, the, oh, he looks good in mine. I was like, what an incompetent bitch. I was like, yeah, that's how I am. Oh. Also, okay. the way that they bring that shit up is, I think, indicative indicative of oh, yeah. the time, right? Or yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's. Do either of you feel like any plot lines in this episode would have happened really differently if they happened now versus 20 years ago? Well, it seems as if Girls has done this entire show, but today, right? Mm-hmm. Well, oh, so I think right. it's tough. I think it's tough because we've grown up experiencing like a number of very high octane seri- ensemble pieces mm-hmm. about twenty somethings in New York people. City. Yeah. White twenty something. I certainly resonate more City. with Broad City than I do girls. Yeah, but gr- I think girls, similar friends, girls and Sex in the City. I think if you analyze all of them to a certain degree, they're 
they're different forms in different times tackling the exact yes. same Friends thing. and Sex and the City were about the same time. Great, but they're so it's but, but they're similar. vastly different forms. Yes, though. yes. One is yes. an HBO and one is an NBC like sitcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People joke often that you know people are like, there would be such outrage if there was a show called Whitish, and people are like, well, there there was. It was Seinfeld. It was Friends, and it, like all of these fall Frasier, under that. Freight, like even Sex and the City. Apparently, uh, sorry, Jessica Parker like fought that a lot. She like wanted diversity on the wow. show. I was gonna say at one point we had them paused at the party, and I noted that there was a black man behind her because it happens so rarely. It seems. Yeah, that is one thing where it's like the the vestiges of diversity have not really begun to yeah. sprout. And just like representation of homosexuals and representation of feet, feet, horses, <laughs> <laughs> and it all comes back. Garrett. Yeah. Do you have any like? What did? Oh yeah! Okay. Now that we've wa- now that you've watched an episode, what do you feel? What have you learned? And yeah. what do you think is? Di- do you have? An, what are your takeaways? Does your, has your I learned a lot. I know show. what the show is. Yeah. Well, I, I feel as if I I have a better idea of literally what the show is yeah. happening or what is it it's about. Uh-huh. Um, my takeaways. I certainly enjoyed it a lot. Um, it's it's interesting. I think you know, I was doing the constant dance between enjoying it for purely enjoying it and how they dealt with the subject matter and enjoying it because it's like funny that certain things I feel like now watching it there's like always an element of nostalgia yeah both for like 20 years ago 20 years ago and also like for me being you know for women older than me or men older than us Mm -hmm. um it's associated with the time to time when they watched it for the first time um, I was just talking to my sister tonight that my really my only memory of watching Sex in the City was when she and our my our oldest sister moved my oldest sister moved to the city ten years ago. They lived in this tiny, tiny, tiny shoebox apartment, like very stereotypical first New York apartment on Christopher Street. And when I was there, we the only channel that they had played Sex in the City, and we watched it like the three of us until like four a.m. one night, and that was the most I'd ever seen of Sex in the City. And Mara was tonight today saying it felt like. The thing to do at 18 when she'd moved to New York was watch the one channel of Sex in the City that came onto her TV. The episode, you mean? No, the literally there was one channel and it played Sex in the City and it was just oh. like this all makes sense. But I feel like that's still true today. Yeah, totally. Like that, and that's what's that's what's so amazing to me about the show is that it still has that like the influence on young women moving to New York, like that like that of yeah, New York that I that I talked about. Well, it's funny. New York is such a character in anything that it's in New York is like its own so you can still recognize it too it's like this is a show about New York and New Yorkers you know and like that that stays true whether or not it's 1998 or not yeah like being a woman in New York like this is these are their stories and as a woman in New York I think for me (laughs) it was cool to watch yeah did you have fun I did would you watch more yeah like if it was on you would be happy to sit and watch it certainly it really gets more I will say the characters definitely um, get more depth as the series goes on. Mm-hmm. I've gotten more excited to watch it every single episode I've seen. Right, I'm sure. But I think it also is. I think with the way we can, we consume things differently now. Yeah. Like I think totally. I think it was like a little. There were moments that were a little polite for my liking. Mm-hmm. Sure. I thought like seeing running into an ex lover to return to this moment for the seventh time. I'm so sorry, but running into her ex-boyfriend Cynthia Nixon going like has he been working out wow he looks different I feel like that moment in 2017 looks we're able to yeah yeah, we're able to hop on a phone really quickly or you look across the table 
I think we have the perspective now. The uh, The trope of has he been working out is a little right. tired right, right now. So we have the foresight to look across the table and be like, I don't I don't give a shit if she's been working out. Like, she is not mine anymore. Right. But she looks better because, <laughs> because we're I no miss longer, her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know shit. But what if she hasn't working out? Revenge bod. Rob. Do you guys live together? <laughs> it does seem that way. I see Bridget <laughs> I live almost in every day. Yeah, we live oh, very, very far, far away. Yeah. But we're going to a Yankees game, so. Okay. Garrett. Yes. Where can we find you on social media? Oh, I'm the third Lil Bear. And that's B-A-E-R. Yeah, T-H-E-T-H-I-R-D, Lil, <laughs> L-I-L, B-A-E-R. On Twitter um, and Instagram. Twitter and Instagram. My Instagram is horribly boring. It's a lot of pictures of me and my siblings, but they're so much cooler than I am. But my Twitter is... I love twins. I don't know are. them, but I love twins. I think they're great. I enjoy them. them. They're really... I'm they a big seem fan. Act, I'm like, fans of their work siblings. as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, I don't know. I think my Twitter's popping. It is popping. It is. Now people hate me. Um. That's simply not true. Garrett's yeah. one of the most beloved friends I have. He's a good. He's a good. Beloved. I was so excited when I found out he was coming this weekend. I turned to Brooke and was like, "Do you think Garrett would be on our podcast?" And I'm Brooke was like, "Yes." I'm so honored. Garrett to be has here. such a pleasant radio voice. He does. Yeah, you're talking about mine. I could listen to you forever. I'm wow, no guys. Bye. <laughs> Why don't you guys just do a podcast? Stop. Oh, we will. I was just gonna say it's a good thing you're having fun, Garrett, because we're keeping you here for. The, you're replacing me. Uh, no one could replace either of you guys. That's sweet of you. You're replacing, you're replacing me. I'm gone. I'm out. I don't have Please. a pleasant voice. You produce this, so you can't leave for it to fall apart. No, I'm just going to become the producer. <laughs> I mean, you guys are going to dream girls me. I'm Effie. Ugh. Curtis was supposed to love me. Curtis was supposed to I love me. I can, can't sing, so that analogy doesn't work. Look. My socials are BridgetM37 on Instagram and at Mrs. Burt Macklin on Twitter. I love that you always say at. Yeah, I guess I do. Thanks I am for noticing um, my ticks. Well, now I'm about Tell to me, do Brooke. it. I'm at Brooke underscore Wiseman on Twitter. <gasps> there we go. Yep. And I'm just Brooke Wiseman, no underscore on Instagram. Don't forget it. Um, Don't forget it. Get it right. Get it tight. Collectively, it right. we are at Splat, Splat Podcast. Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter. Tweet at us. Talk to us. Oh, ri- you guys. Thank everyone. I just want to take a minute to yes. thank everyone so much for listening. Thank you Rating. so much for coming. We're really excited that thank you guys you. are listening and like our numbers are going up steadily and like which is super fun. Tell your Please, friends about yeah. us. Like if, if you know you anyone like who us, loves Sex in the City or rate us, review, subscribe if you haven't so already. It's so easy on iTunes. It means it like really helps. And us. we're like, on Acast now, and we're working on getting on other platforms. So please, I don't keep even know listening. what that means, but I'm excited, and we love you. We love you guys. Say bye, Garrett. hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.